Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Hope everybody's doing well out there. I was uh, over in Alabama, a good friend of mine. Her son plays football. He's local here, but they were playing away and saw him kick some ass in the literal sense. He's the kicker. He had a great game. So it was a nice sound to ass whooping. So it was fun. And I need a sip of bourbon right out of the gate. This is what I poured my bourbon in, by the way. Tall boy. Hmm. Oh, that'll get you perked up. If I finish this one and start another one, look out later. Snapchatters, beware. <laughs> Just saying. Hard not to talk about this one. It's made its rounds, but I'm going to give it one final shot. Fucking Martha's Vineyard. Oh, my gosh. You know, the old migrants. How do they even use that word? Migrant. What the fuck? Illegal aliens. Whatever. They're dropped off there. Biden dropped them out in the fucking middle of the night. Women, children. All kinds of people dropped him all over wherever he wanted to. Not in his hometown and sure as hell not in Martha's Vineyard. But uh, hey, 50 of them wanted to go there. And so they got dropped off. And man, I don't know. Where were the uh, diversity advocates? Yeah, the uh, Obamas. Where were they? Oh, wait a minute. I know Michelle. She was in New York, by the way, in some little hotel. I think she took up the whole 39th floor. 30 grand a night by herself, by the way. Not with the hubby, not with the kids. Yeah, whole 39th floor. It's just 30 grand a night. Don't you feel in touch with her? Yeah, I feel so in touch with her. Oh, wait, actually, I don't fucking feel in touch with her. And think about now she's got all these guards and all this other bullshit. So you've got probably the 38th floor and the 40th floor. That's probably the cheap floors. Maybe they're only 20 grand a night. I don't know. For the fucking Secret Service folks. Oh, yeah. So she wasn't around, but that didn't stop those fuckers in Martha's Vineyard, man. They're like, no fucking way. I guess they don't need any more people to do any landscaping or anything. They're fucking good there. They didn't want those 50. And they didn't waste any fucking time in less than 24 hours. See ya. Fucking shipped them off to wherever, Cape Cod, somewhere else. But look, everybody's heard it. You had 50 of them, and it took 125 National Guardsmen to move 50. Yeah, I heard all that. But all I could think to myself, and this is just me thinking out loud, but that's fucking two and a half personal servants per person. Yeah, two and a half per person. You think maybe that's just the standard on Martha's Vineyard? I don't know. I've never been. Maybe that's just the standard. But I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm telling you, if you didn't catch any of the memes and the humor on that, do yourself a favor and go look some of it up because that's funny as fuck. I posted some of it. I may get after a little bit more. Who's to say? I don't know if you remember, not too long ago, they dropped a whole bunch, like a couple busloads off over by uh, Heels Up Harris's crib. You know, she didn't have anything to say about it, but they were quickly gone. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hypocrites. Well, she's a dumb hypocrite. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other kind. They're just fucking hypocrite. You know, Mexico, kind of stay in this vein a little bit because, you know, this is where these fuckers are flooding over the southern border where she says there's no fucking crisis. Kiss my ass. I mean, she's fucking, there's just nothing in there, just air. Maybe there's air. I don't know. But 2,700 prisoners letting them out of jails over there just because their jail system's so overcrowded, just letting them out. And where do you think they go? Yeah, right to the southern border, and then they shift them right in here to good old America. Hello. Hi. <laughs> what the hell? 
we'll hit up the story a little bit later, but you'll see kind of how it all circles back. But yeah, there's a problem. They don't like it. Now, if it hits their liberal, wealthy ass white neighborhoods, then they're like, oh, wait a minute. Never mind. We don't want that here. Can't have that kind of diversity. If you didn't catch the piece Tucker Carlson did on that, check that out. It's a sound one. Yeah. Two and a half servants per person. Maybe it's a thing. I don't know. I'm just seeing about myself over here and show enough maybe. Hunter Biden, man. Of course, they're never going to do anything with him. But he fucking filed to have his child support payments reduced. Of course, I'd love to know on what grounds, but maybe a bigger question. What fucking happened to his art gig, man? I don't know. I thought each piece was going for five grand and up. (laughs) Hunter the artist. The meth artist. Yeah. I wonder if he paints teeth. Maybe you can get into dentistry. I'll keep an eye on that one to see if it gets reduced. Maybe somebody will look into his fucking financial records and find out something else. Wouldn't that be crazy if something actually came about that way? Ah, let's talk about money a little bit more. This fucking Inflation Reduction Act. Now, this story, the problem is with a lot of stories like this, and this is out of Georgia, but literally I'm sure it's wherever. I'm sure these stories get peddled pretty much everywhere. So... There was an article, and it was how the Inflation Reduction Act's climate change provisions may impact, in this case, Georgia emissions. Now, you can imagine this story could be anywhere. So this guy, Bill Drummond, he's a faculty member at Georgia Tech. Now, look, I'm not a Georgia Tech hater. I think there's probably some super smart people out there, but I don't know about this guy. I don't know what kind of bullshit he's into. I don't know what his degree is, but really, it doesn't make sense to me. So... This is what the article said. The good news for Georgia is if, if the bill works here as expected, we will have reduced emissions by 50% by 2030 compared to the 2005 level. Well, that's missing some information, isn't it? If it works as expected, reduced by 50% by 2030 compared to the 2005 level. What's that missing? Holy fucking manipulation, Batman. I wonder if this dude actually calculated the change from 2005 to now. What's that number? And what's the reduction going to be from now until 2030? This projection. I love liberals. They love a word like that. We've projected this, right? But there's one little problem. Projections like this one, they're not fucking based in reality. It's kind of like, what if I projected, you know, I'm drinking, I can make all kinds of fucking projections, right? Hey, how about I project uh, no lightning strikes in Florida in 2023? That's a projection. Oh, but wait, it's a lot like theirs. Fucking not reality based. Come on, give us some facts. Those are annoying projections. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Anything to kiss a liberal's ass. They're like a fucking mutual stroke society. Ooh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Did I mention that? Not a fan. Here you go. Fucking left coast. Well, let's give him a California howdy. Howdy, y'all. Oh, howdy. You know I can't keep off the left coast because they're easy targets, really. <laughs> California lawmakers. <laughs> God help these people in California. I don't know. I don't even know what could save them. Slipping into the Pacific if they have the big one. I don't know. I don't even know if you can save people like this. I don't know. I'm not sure. So on Monday, this past Monday, I'll throw a date in there somewhere, maybe in the description. Maybe not. Maybe just go look it up. But they advanced this 
big measure that they're going to do that's going to give, are you ready for this? More than a half a million fast food workers more power and protections over, of course, the objections of these restaurant owners who warn it's just going to drive up consumer costs. Now, the owners, I'm going to say, they're partly wrong there. It's going to do way worse than that. That's one of their objections, but it's not the right one, probably. This bill, are you ready for this? It would create a 10-member fast food council with equal numbers of workers and delegates and employers and reps and all these other people, along with a couple state officials. And what they would be empowered to do is set minimum standards for things like wages, hours, working conditions, all kinds of stuff. It's another fucking Department of Redundancy Department, much like all the rest of the fucking government. Now, let's get back to these fast food business owners. You're kind of dead wrong on just driving the costs up. What it's going to do is close your fucking business altogether. And then this is kind of the goal, I think. Then you put all those fuckers on welfare. And who do people vote for when they're on the fucking welfare dole? Yeah, Democrats. Wake up, business owners. There's a fucking bigger picture there. You're missing the mark on that story. That's just my opinion, though. All right. Huck in the Trump estate, you know, when they went in there to Mar-a-Lago, they're just not going to let this go. They're not going to let it go. You know, and people, a big problem with our society is there's such misinformation or a lack thereof. But, you know, when you have your whole media, this left-wing collusion, you're not going to get, you're not going to get any facts at all, really. You won't get any truth. They'll omit things that are so key to the story. But, You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, we found this, that, and the other, and, you know, a couple things weren't in boxes, you know, and they weren't even wherever. Well, really, it doesn't matter because, A, he was the president, and you fucking declassify whatever you want. That's solidly on him, and you know they would be. But it's just a good old-fashioned fucking media circus. There's a list of things you have to have as an ex-president when you have anything connected like that. And one thing is you have to have like a full-time guard on your property, blah, 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 which they all have. All the things in place that this guy needed in place to have whatever really wanted there, quite frankly, he's got that and more. But the fucking media, they're not going to give you any of that. Do you think they'd give you a detailed account of how any of that works? No, they're just going to give you these little bits and pieces that don't really add up to anything except more fucking left-wing collusion in the media. Yeah, which kind of leads me into this next little bit, which I brought up in the last podcast, by the way. Accuse the other side of what you are actually fucking guilty of. I mentioned it last week, the rules for radicals. Do you recall all the false charges against Trump with regard to altering the 2016 election? All the fucking while, the Democrats were and actually are still really and truly illegally altering those 2016 elections. I mean, I'm in a state where that shit was solidly illegal. All they had to do was game the margins a little bit in a few counties in Atlanta. I mean, all those fucking blue ass areas up there. Guilty as fucking sin. But hey, you know, you're not going to hear any of that from them, right? Accuse the other side of that which you are guilty. Projecting. I said it. I'll say it again accuse others of doing what they're doing. That's what they do. Accusing others of doing what they're doing. Do you remember, this is kind of a separate thing, you think about the internet right now, and the internet's gotten to be a place where you can really only get one side of the news. I mean, you get little places like this, you know, I've snuck in here on a podcast, and you have some little outlets here and there. But overall, it's pretty much a left-wing venture. But the left kind of beat this drum for net neutrality, right? And they started accusing the private sector of blocking and canceling and violating everybody's regulations. Yeah, some of them were certainly probably doing that. But by and large, it's the government that's doing all the bullying. 
They're the ones doing all the bullying on the internet. And they have some of these ISPs in their fucking back pocket. We all know that. I mean, look at places like China. I mean, that's a good example. Look at how they control the internet and censorship and many other communist countries. These pro-net neutrality leftists, they're poised for the takeover. Facebook, Instagram, that's fucking small beans. You know, people get so up in arms over that. And believe me, I've been fucking shadow banned and everything else under the sun. In fact, I've got some issues going on in my account right now. But that's not really what they're aiming for. That's like a distraction. Then you start going after whatever else. I mean, you see like on YouTube, you'll start dropping off podcasts. You'll just pull people right off for not putting the narrative they want to hear out there. I mean, these left-wing lunatics, they need some fucking checks and balances on them in these midterms. Just saying. Yeah, so you got a few little outlets like this. I mean, it's getting slimmer and slimmer. So pay attention. They distract you with one thing and then boom, they come at you another way. Yeah, it's what they do. They're good at it. Yeah. This story, and I read it now. Hey, look, I'm not a scientist. You guys know I'm not a scientist. I did have a minor in science in college, but I'm not a scientist. I don't have any kind of COVID degrees, didn't do any studies on it personally. I'm much like everybody else. We all have been watching it unfold, this, that, and the other. But uh, there is something interesting that has just recently broken, and you probably haven't seen it anywhere because, well, the left is controlling the narrative. So you may not. So you might hear it here or maybe somewhere else. I don't know. But I'll give you a snippet. Hang on one second. Oh, that's so good. All right, COVID. Well, before we get into this little story. So you see that guy out there? I feel like he probably works for Pfizer. At bare minimum, he's got a huge fucking stake in it. But this dude, he's like, hey, God gave you two arms so you could get a COVID shot in one and a flu shot in the other. Don't even know who the fucker is. I'm sure he's some government person. But anyway, he's got probably a shit ton of stock in Pfizer. But if he's like most liberals, like, no, that's not true. I don't have that. But no, it's probably his fucking wife or his kids or his family, somebody. That's how they get around it. They can look you in the face and say, no, I'm not making anything off of that. <laughs> yeah, your fucking family is. You're all part of it. Yeah. So here's the story. Now, you go up, you read it for yourself. That's entirely you divine what you want to divine out of it. So apparently there's been this big breakthrough in all places at a Tel Aviv university. So some scientists there found out that, hey, these antibodies that have been isolated from the immune system of these recovered COVID-19 patients, they're effective in neutralizing almost all the strains of the virus, including whatever, some of the new ones, Delta, Omicron, some of these variants. Yeah. So they're saying this might eliminate, now this is where it's going to go south for the drug companies, might eliminate the need for repeated booster vaccines. Oh, and strengthen the immune system? What? What? Do you think they'd want any part of that? Do you want to not be able to sell any more vaccines? Probably not. I don't think they're going to like that. Yeah. Do you think they'll even let that technology get into the U.S.? Probably already has that big old COVID warning stamped on it. Yeah. You may not even be able to find this article anymore. I don't know. I haven't tried to Google it again, so I'm not saying one way or another. But you did hear it here. Don't know. Don't even know if you can get your hands on it anymore. Yeah. But they're not going to like that. They lose control that way, right? It's no good. I literally was puzzling earlier today over how they shut the whole fucking country down. I'm blown away at that when I think about it. And didn't treat people when they had good treatments out there. I don't know what you're going to do. All right. This story, kind of a little bit of an aside here. I don't even usually take time for stories like these, but this one, 
again, this goes to the fucking lack of information out there or people just reading something and saying, oh, man, that's 100% true. You know, because look, as we know, not everything you fucking read is true, right? Yeah. What's that thing I'm looking for? Fiction. Do you know the other word for fiction? Fake. Yeah, there's a lot of fiction out there. So this former fighter pilot, Heather Penny, but so she recalls, this is her story, that uh, President Cheney, he ordered, you know, had these orders on 9-11 to stop Flight 93. This is while she was with the D.C. Air National Guard. She said, Dick Cheney reportedly ordered the fighter pilots to ram airlines Flight 93 after the hijacked ones were taken over. And she said, in the military, we don't train for suicide missions, you know, because we value our war fighters. And she went on to say a bunch of other stuff, blah, 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 blah. But here's what I have to say about that. Fucking bloody hell. I mean, she is lying to make money. First off, Dick Cheney isn't even in the fucking chain of command. He doesn't get to say shit about any of that stuff. Like, where the fuck do you come off with this stuff? I mean, he has zero authority at all. And how many people actually know, like, a chain of authority? You know, this is why they feel like they can peddle this shit because nobody's going to know, right? The D.C. Guard, they work for the fucking mayor. And if you're federalized, and the majority of them are not, by the way, then they work for, like, a fucking air combat commander. Yeah. Cheney, not even in the fucking chain. How about that? I mean, her bullshit story wasn't even as fucking sophisticated as like a Star Wars plot. Yeah. The problem is they pitch this shit like it's gospel. I'm just saying it's not. All right. Let's shift gears back to California just for a minute. Oh, my God. This 13-year-old. 13 years old. Now, look, we all have a perception of a 13-year-old, right? Like, I think of a 13-year-old as like a young, innocent kid, right? You have that idea? Eh, not so much. This middle school kid, 13-year-old, he brought some fentanyl to school, damn near killed a school supervisor, okay? I mean, she was in pretty bad shape. In fact, like, this kid, he had 150 fentanyl pills disguised as, like, Percocet, which apparently is very common. Did not know that aspect. But the supervisor was saved by a policeman who administered some uh, Narcan, yeah. And he was charged, the kid was charged with possession of a controlled substance for the purpose of sales, right? And I guess distribution. They hauled him off to a juvenile hall. Wow, I don't even know where to start on that. But like, I'll go back to some points I've made in the past. Well, you're 13 years old, probably not your average 13-year-old, but you're a fucking drug dealer. You're a 13-year-old drug dealer. Where's your life going? Forget charging him as a juvenile. Fuck that. But I say we charge the fucking parents. I mean, this is bullshit. Where's the accountability? It's not a wonder that Democrats, they don't want to fucking discuss or debate anything about crime rates or stories like this. And you know why? They're fucking rising and they're out of control, like especially in the blue cities. I mean, this is where law enforcement officers, I mean, their fucking hands are tied behind their back. They're defunded. They're understaffed. There's the policies and regulations choke them out. They can't do anything at all. I mean, there's a lot of these stories like that 13 year old. I mean, shit right here in my state, right up north, not too far north from sure enough, Mayberry in Cobb County. They're finding this new drug circulating and it looks a lot like candy. You know, you hate to single a candy out, but like a Skittles, just so you get the idea. It's something like that, looking like that anyway. It's not a Skittles, obviously, but it looks similar to something like that. They're calling it purple heroin or rainbow fentanyl. So it looks like candy. Think about how dangerous that is. But, you know, um, where do you think it's coming from? Where could it be coming from? Maybe 
that place that Trump wanted to build the wall? Circle back to the beginning story. Yeah, all these migrants. Kiss my ass. I mean, when are people going to wake up? I don't know. But you got to protect yourself. We're living in a dangerous world right now. So speaking of protection. Oh, boy. When I read the story, it, it did piss me off. But here's the fucking, oh, man, the fucking big brother. So Visa, MasterCard, and my beloved American Express, they're going to label the sales at gun stores separately. Gun control advocates are arguing that this separate category will help curb gun violence. You know, how about focusing on fucking criminals and stolen guns? How about these stolen guns that are resold under the table to the criminals? The girlfriend comes in or whoever, right? The illegal means, right? They can't get them in a legal way, so they get them illegally. Kind of like all criminals, how they get things by taking from others. In the interim, you know what I say on this one? Fucking don't use your credit card. Just pay cash. Fuck that. That makes me mad. I would say that this next story, (laughs) we're in fucking fantasy land. I don't know. Sometimes I don't even, I don't even know. Like I read stories, I see stories, and then I, you can't unsee some of them. You can't unhear some of them. You're like, what? Honestly, I would take probably the land of Oz over some of the bullshit that I see out here today. I mean, the fucking Tin Man, the Scarecrow, the fucking Lion. I mean, they had some fucking morality and some normalcy, you know, more than we've got going on in many places in the good old U.S. of A. these days. I mean, and here is a story that illustrates my point. Chest feeding. This is dudes, not breastfeeding, mind you. Not breastfeeding. Dudes trying to breastfeed. Oh, wait, no, wait, not not dudes trying to breastfeed. Dudes trying to chest feed an infant. Shocked when they can't produce milk. The Hodge twins, you know, I'm in love with them, by the way. Their reaction sums this up. That's a man trying to breastfeed. The baby has been able to latch, but I've not been able to produce any milk. What in the fuck? Oh, yeah. They sum that right up. That's my sentiment. Exactly. I'm actually going to see the Hodge twins next month, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm literally, I've been hitting this thing hard. I was doing a little bit of drinking in between, but uh, I'm about to need a refill on my bourbon. So all I have to say is cheers. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.